Welcome back, everybody. How are we going? Good. Good, That's good to hear. Oh, I'm Kay. And I'm T. And this week, we're finally talking about Haikyuu Season 1. Welcome back to returning listeners. And welcome to new listeners. Mm, I hope you're having a wonderful week. We're yes. about to make it even sweeter with our <laughs> with what has been a long time coming. Yeah. Us talking about our favorite anime of all time. And I promise when I say that, I don't think, I mean, I can't see into the future, but I don't think this is going to turn into an hour long like for lack of a better word, Jews first of us <laughs> talking about Haikyuu. I'll beep that bit out. <laughs> An hour-long love fest of Haikyuu. Yep. All right, so... So, after I embarrassed myself with the shoujo shoujo on the brain last episode... If you didn't hear, I was, we were trying to say something about shoujo manga... Yeah, and, um, I just stuffed up the pun. Because T is so obsessed with Haikyuu, he said Shoyo, which is the uh, main character. Maybe we should give them a little sample. Of Haikyuu. It's just like this show. Yo. Manga. <laughs> eh? Shoyo. Shoujo. <laughs> Shoyo is in a tub from Haikyuu. <laughs> Mortifying. Good God. So, so tell me about Haikyuu, right. your favourite show My favourite show ever! Okay, well, it should be said that we are only talking about season one in this. Yes. The same way that we only talked about Kami Summer Kiss season one, we'll only talk about season one of Haikyuu. So, mm-hmm. limitations of this are a little uh, difficult, but we'll see how we go. So, Haikyuu is about a uh, boy... It starts off with a boy yep. called yep. Hinata Shoyo. And uh, Hinata is inspired by a volleyball player he sees on TV who is short, like him, mm-hmm. um, and decides that he too wants to be a pro volleyball star. Yeah. So in his middle school years, he signs up uh, as a volleyball player. He's the only player on the team. Uh, so he practices against walls and stuff like that, recruits all his friends. So mm-hmm. that they finally get to, I think it's like into high in his the middle school years. Yeah. yeah. And when he's at the Inter High Tournament, in their first game, they play against Kitagawa Daichi, which is a, it's a very elite prestigious school. school. Yeah. And their volleyball club is headed by Kagiyama Tobio, the king of the court. So called. So called, uh, because he is very kingly. And pretty much Hinata goes up against Kagiyama. Kagiyama sees that there's something really skilled in Hinata, and Hinata obviously sees that Kagiyama's a bit of an a-hole. Um, and they lose to Kitagawa Daichi. And after the game, Hinata vows that he will... He will defeat Kageyama. Yeah, in a battle of volleyball. One day, he's going to practice and become the best there ever yep. was. Pokemon style. And um, that's pretty much how it starts off, right? Yep. And then what we go on a journey of... Oh, and it should be said, sorry, then on. that Hinata practices all this time, blah, 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 between middle school and starting high school. And when he finally gets to high school, dun, 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 uh, yeah, Kageyama is also at Karasuno, their high school. Yeah. And they are on the same team. And they have oh to my cooperate. God. No. Uh, so, yeah, it's a journey of 
team building. Yep. And it all sort of leads towards the inter-high tournament. Yeah, the high school. High school inter-high tournament. And there's some trials and tribulations Mm, and... Some serious, like, uh, self-discovery along the way. Yep. Yep. Yep, drugs optional. (laughs) Friendships are mended. Volleyball not optional. Friendships are broken. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Just your average high school volleyball experience, I'm sure. I mean, I wasn't in the volleyball team at my high school. Were you, T? Uh, did my high school have one? Yeah, they did. And no. No. I cool. did not play volleyball at all because it hurt. It's really difficult. I don't know yep. if anyone out there has tried playing volleyball. Kudos to you if you have. My God. It's really difficult. We bought a volleyball after watching IQ being like, we could totally do this. I'll be the setter. T can be the spiker. Far out. That freaking, we got like three hits in and then gave up. Yeah, we were like, never mind. The volleyball can sit in the closet and rot. Yeah. Also, volleyballs are expensive. Yeah. We went for the, um, like the Mikasa brand. The one that looked like the Rebel one in the show. Sport because it was blue and yellow. And it turned out we got up to the counter and we were like, oh, we'll just take this one. Expecting it to be like $19. She was like, that'll be $89. We were like, oh, oh never mind. We, we mean something. the volleyball? Oh. oh, I was looking for a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Golfing equipment. Anyway, so we end up going to Big W and getting like a cheapo $10 one. But, yep. yep. Big W's like Walmart. Now, it should also be said before we start the discussion of the actual show that I have an, yet another brag worthy brag mm-hmm. to make of this show. Really? Oh, Here okay, we go. I'm right. going to rub it in real good because I never get the chance to do this usually. So when I started Haikyuu and I pitched it to T, Don't he was like, oh, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, that like- sounds like me, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it definitely does. Oh, it's just a bunch of dudes playing volleyball. And I was like, give it a chance. Anyway, so I got about, what, maybe 10 episodes in before, you know, when you're watching a show with someone and eventually you can see them start to put down their laptop, iPad, phone, whatever, and they start to get invested and they start asking questions. That's exactly what happened. After a while, T was getting really into the games and he was like, oh, who's that? Oh, is he any good? Oh, okay, well, that who's is- this kid? That is actually a testament to how good the show is. Mm. From a distance, it pulled me in. Yep. 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 Okay, I will admit... Say what you will Yeah, well, I will say... <laughs> I'm not going to defend myself. I do admit, at the start, I was sceptical. Yep. Yep. And look at us now. I've built my life around Haikyuu. I'm drinking a, a tea out of a Haikyuu mug, as I speak. I'm drinking one out of Toru from Mishikobayashi. Mish um. Okay, so... We've gone through what the show's about. It's about Karas and getting to the top of into high Top sports. of the pups. Yep. And trying to reclaim. So Karas and um, uh, Used to be a powerhouse school. Yeah. Right? They are known as like the flightless crows now because their school mascot or whatever is a crow. And um, they haven't won any kind of volleyball anything in mm-hmm. many, many years. Yeah. Since the high life back way back when, like, I don't know, five years ago. So the third year's... There's only three of them and they're all a bit run down because when they started, they were so full of energy and now they're like, oh, whatever, we don't even care. Second years. (laughs) Who even cares about the second years? We've got (laughs) Inoshita, we've got blonde hair. Yeah, apart from Nishinoya. Okay. And then there's four first years, Hinata, Kagiyama, Tsukishima and Yamaguchi. Yeah. If you haven't seen the show, these are just going to sound like a bunch of names that yeah. you're probably not going to remember, but that's... Yeah, there's a lot of characters in Haikyuu. A lot of characters. And it took me a long time to differentiate between certain characters because for a long time, for some reason, I thought 
Asahi and the coach were the same person. Old looking. <laughs> yeah. I kept being like, but why is the coach suddenly playing? Yeah. Game? Coach loves it. Okay, there we go. And they've got different colour hair, I don't know. But like you say, they both look very mature, so that must yes. be it. Jeez, um, oh, where do we even start with this? Okay, so... Just amazing. The, the, the major plot points, I suppose, are Hinata and Kageyama working together to create this freak attack, right? That everyone calls them the, mm. the freak duo. Making use of Kageyama's skill and mm. Hinata's natural Speed. ability. And he's good at jumping. Yeah. So they've In got fact, this... In fact, his quote oh, on God. the... What have you found? His, his quote on the Haikyuu fandom wiki or whatever it is, is, I may be small, but I can jump. There we go. you got to yeah. justify your existence somehow. Yeah. I may be average sized, but I can talk. <laughs> I may be not good at much, but I can eat chocolate. <laughs> See, we've all got skills. Um, so, yeah, so we start off with them perfecting their freak attack and bringing the team together because once you get, oh, I don't know, once you get... Tanaka, you get Nishinoya. Once you get Nishinoya, you get Asahi. Once you get Takara-sensei, you get the coach, etc., etc. Yeah. And then they have a practice match against one of the powerhouses in Tokyo, which is called Nekomahai, and they come out to, I think it's Sendai that Karasuno is based mm. in, um, and have a practice match with them, and that gets their skills even better. Yeah. Don't want to dive too deep into the And then, yeah, and then it goes to them going to Interhai and facing yeah. off against the big regional schools. So they have a, n- a number of points in the storyline where they have chances to grow. Yep. And also just chances for shenanigans. Yep. I'm not going to lie. This show taught me a lot about volleyball. I didn't know anything. Oh, you're going to say a lot about friendship. A lot I was about friendship. like, oh, bless. A lot about life. Uh, okay. Yeah. I knew nothing of volleyball. To be honest, before I saw this, I thought volleyball was a bit of a... It's a bit lame. It was a bit of a lame sport. Kind of like... Um, what I thought of swimming before I watched Free mm-hmm. and I realised there was some serious athleticism that goes uh-huh. into these sports. But, I mean, volleyball looks cool, but like we said before, it really hurts. Yeah. It's a very painful sport. The way, so since watching the show, I've watched, I'll admit, I've watched a few like Olympic Games mm. volleyball matches, um, which have been intense and awesome. But the way that they capture the speed and the thought process yeah. in this show is awesome. Yeah. It like it's really quite actiony, isn't it? It's it's almost like war. It is. They have a lot of tactics and they treat it very seriously like the setter is the control tower. Yeah. And you know, they've got very set positions, they've got very set tactical offensive and defensive maneuvers to make, which I suppose is relevant in all sports, but yeah, in high for a high school volleyball team, they take themselves very seriously. Yeah. Which I suppose is, you know, what you have to do in sport. Otherwise, you won't win. That's right. As we and find out in the second season. winning is the season. most important thing. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, let's let's not dive too deep because I feel like if we do, we'll, we'll never emerge from the high yeah. fandom. But Got some stuff you want to discuss? Look, the main thing I wanted to discuss on this one is that Haikyuu really sets up this when you watch it the first time maybe through or maybe it was just me you get this sense of there are good teams and bad teams and by that I don't mean they are skilled and unskilled but I mean that they are like good and evil stuff. Ah, so yes. pure like Karasuno is treated as being because you understand the characters you know their backstory you know you know mm-hmm. enough about them and their friendships that you think they are the good guys yep. anyone they go up against must be the bad guys yep. right absolutely 
But Haikyuu, all three seasons did this to me, but season one in particular made me think maybe there is no such thing because as we find out with the backstories of certain characters towards the end of the season, mostly to do with Olba Josai, mm-hmm. we slowly come to learn that there is no such thing. Like Everyone has a story. Everyone has a reason for the way they are. Oikawa is a prat because of the way he was you know, brought up yeah. and the things he has encountered in his life. Yeah. So I guess my question is, did Haikyuu give you a different perspective on that winners and losers aspect that's yes, so absolutely. prevalent in sports anime? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't want to say that it, you know, influenced my life too heavily, but it kind of did. Changed my life. Changed my life, man. Uh, absolutely, because like you're saying, so Oba Josai from the, in the first season anyway, is billed as like, the big bad guys because they've got Oikawa who is Kagiyama's previous mentor slash teammate yeah slash senpai didn't work out very well yeah yep. and he is made out to be like this ringleader mm. that has this like team of thugs highly skilled thugs <laughs> that want to just like crush you yeah he's got like Iwachan on a chain and like Ready most bad guys mm. he's from a prestigious school so there's like money behind of him course. like Malfoy like Malfoy exactly yeah. and Haikyuu definitely changed my perception of what it is to be bad and also what it is to like in that context that there is something behind every story. Yeah. And like, in particular, Mad Dog Chan. That second season, mate. Crap. <laughs> not Mad Dog Chan. Let's not get into the Mad Dog yet. But I think another another example of what you're trying to say might be found in Nekoma, where they're presented as like cunning cats. Like they're very yeah. sly. But then as we get to know Kenma, mm-hmm. he's kind of the in there. I don't think without Kenma, we wouldn't have someone to like at Nekoma, we'd probably just think that yeah. Kuro is a bit of a D. So do you think that they achieve, like, do you think they're able to turn us around from hating a team to liking it through just the backstories? Or is there something else going on? That's a good question. I think in some cases it took me a long time to work up to certain characters. Um, but in other cases, like with uh, Datako, the Datatek, the mm-hmm. Great Wall, um, is that what they're called? Iron Wall. Iron Wall. Iron Wall. A school known for their defense. Basically. Yeah. And they've got um, Ione Chan, the big guy yep. with no eyebrows. When I first met him, I was like, oh, this guy, you know, because he and Asahi have it off like mm-hmm. laser staring. Ace of yeah. Arsenal. Laser staring at each other. Um, but again, like, I guess Hinata acts as that, you know, gateway into other people's mm. hearts. Like he does with Kenma. That's and a good point. In Ionichan, we start to see like there's a softer side to him that maybe he likes Hinata. Maybe they could get along. They um, do use Hinata for that purpose, mm. don't they? Bridging. Because yeah, maybe otherwise we would just see them as bad guys because we only know them as the people who like cut down Asahi so bad that he mm. didn't want to come back to volleyball. Which leads me to my next question: mm-hmm. <sighs> Who were your major problematic favorites in Haikyuu? And by problematic favorites. I guess I mean someone who, on the surface, you thought, God, this guy or girl, there's only a few girls, but you never know. Mm-hmm. This guy is a total D-bag. He's the worst. Okay. And then uh, eventually turned him around. And what turned it around for you? Okay. So the character that probably exemplifies that is Oikawa. 
I really? hated Oikawa oh, when he first yeah, came okay. onto the scene. Yeah, yeah. Because when we uh, when Oikawa came onto the scene, we'd just sort of gotten to know the characters of Karasuno. We've seen them grow mm. a bit, starting to really get behind them, want them to succeed. And then Oikawa comes along and he's freaking powerful, he's evolves and he's cutting them down. And so I hated him, hated, hated, hated him, hated that he was smug and that... Yeah. Also that he cut Suki down, like at, at the yeah. start he only targeted Suki because he was weak at receiving. receiving. Yeah. I thought that was pretty low. Yep. I was like, how dare you? I mean, I don't like Suki, but... So it's, it's funny <laughs> that those traits that he had, that he was intelligent and that he was highly skilled and could analyse the situation... Mm are what made me hate him, but then what made me like him. Aww. So I think what what turned it around was the bridge with with Hinata and also with them filling in the backstory of Oikawa mm. and seeing that, you know, you don't get to be who you are without someone influencing you. And Do you mean the fight he almost got into with Kagiyama? Yeah, and okay. just that, like, for Oikawa, he being the best is a burden in itself yeah. and wanting something like he wanted to be the best can come with bad things as well. While you may get the, uh, you know, the skills and the power that mm. come with being the best, there's some downsides. So did I answer your question? Yeah. So Oikawa is your problematic favorite. Problematic favorite. Yep. I love Oikawa now for Aww. different reasons to so those, sweet. but I guess in, in part of those, like I, I like that he's so skilled, number one, mm. because who wouldn't? And number two, because he's a bit of a shit. And. <laughs> Shirikawa. <laughs> Shirikawa. And also because deep down, deep down, Oikawa is a good guy. Deep, deep, deep down. Yeah. Like Malfoy. Like Malfoy. Deep, uh, Malfoy. deep down. Yeah. You gotta dig deep. Okay. Who is your problematic favourite? Um, look, I've got a few, and some of them have stayed a problem and not so much a favourite, but I might get into that later. My mm -hmm. problematic favourite at the start was actually Kageyama. I had real really? trouble. Yeah, because, I mean, from episode one, we're set up to think he's this arrogant jerk because he's king of the court and he has his cape. I mean, imaginary cape that Hinata puts on him. But um, Cape nonetheless. I just, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get around Kageyama for a really long time. And I think it wasn't until the episode that you mentioned where um, Oikawa, he asks... Oikawa at his middle school, something like, do you do the serve? yeah, can you teach me your serve? And Oikawa like loses it at him. And Kageyama's just a kid. Like he doesn't understand. I think seeing him, number one, cute and little, but also number two, as someone who's not arrogant and the best at what he does is um, like a natural yeah, he like, was a natural genius, but he had yeah. to learn it from somewhere. So he had some like genuine sort of uh, ambitions. Yeah. So for a long time, I found him really. It, it's it's good that he has Hinata. I feel like without Hinata, he would be probably kicked off the team. Yes. By Daichi, but um, I think with Hinata there to sort of soften his hard personality. Hinata brings out a lot of the likable traits in him, yeah. which I suppose is Hinata's role as the main character. So, common theme there being Hinata, right? Between our two problematic favourites. Yeah, I guess so. Although, I well, I would say that Iwachan more brings out the good in Oikawa than Hinata does. Or do you yes, mean that... Yes, I mean like the the show uses Hinata a Right, lot. as like a lens for yeah. us to see through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hinata is the main character. Yeah. Um, um, cool. Yep. Yeah. So... 
I was hoping to talk to you about two things in particular. Oh, okay. Um, Go on. So for me, Haikyuu has been extremely like, captivating. Um, and while I did play a lot of sports as a kid, like I said, I never did played. Did you really? I did, yeah. Whoa. Not all of us could <laughs> Not be all athletes. of us had two good legs. <laughs> Some of us had three. Uh, I never played volleyball. And like I said before, I didn't find it very interesting but the show mm. was still so interesting mm. so what is it about Haikyuu that they you think they the creators yep. have done or the characters do yep. that makes it so compelling do you think there is something about like in the unique combination of all the elements of the show that it's that it's sports that it's about kids that it's blah 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 blah, blah. or is it some sort of like overarching common technique that yeah. Other animes have employed. What do you think it is? Well, I was never sporty as a child, teenager, and as an adult. So the sports thing really doesn't appeal to me. However, sports anime, I will gladly watch, whether it be girls or boys sports. I don't really care. I think it comes down to the same reason why I went through a weird phase like last year or the year before where I really loved Band of Brothers. And don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, like that show is perfection itself. Like it's a beautiful Number show. Number one, isn't it? But I think it is now on, on IMDb. IMDb. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm not particularly, you know, attracted to war and the effects mm-hmm. of war, especially Americans in war. But okay. the themes there were so powerful that it overrode everything. And I think the same happened with Haikyuu. The yeah. themes of friendship, of overcoming... Growth. Yeah, overcoming, um, like, personal difficulties. Yeah. And also, uh, yeah, as you say, connecting with others to help yourself. That's a really big thing. If it was an individual sport, like if it was about someone who wanted to learn how to play golf, I probably wouldn't watch it because it's not a team thing. Right. Okay. So it's just themselves. Like going that along group golf. aspect. Maybe it's like, a, it's like a rainbow, you know, you can have a bit of every exactly. color. Yeah. You've got so many different personalities and there's got to be someone in this cast of like tens of characters. Mm-hmm. There's got to be one that you can connect to and relate to. I just thought of something then. Do you think that the creators of the show intentionally made the characters so that their like key qualities are something we can see inside of ourselves? Like every single character has I believe anyway, something you can see inside of yourself. Hinatu is optimistic and, you know, mm. in good times, I'd like to think that, you know, we're optimistic and that you can see yep. that yourself. Yep. Kageyama is focused mm-hmm. and, but also some potentially a little bit uh, narrow minded. Yep. You know? Yep. Absolutely. You, you think that plays into it? Yeah. I think any good writer of any book will try to put a bit into their character that everyone can see. Not so much that they are. A caricature, like they're just ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. in some anime, you know, you see someone and they might be optimistic, but they are so optimistic that it gets annoying. Yeah. Hinata never gets annoying with his optimism. Some realism. It's lucky that he has Kagiyami there to give him a bit of a dampener, otherwise it would get annoying. You mean a claw grip but to the head, <laughs> exactly. crushing his skull? Exactly. So, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's definitely something in there for everyone and i think that's what makes this anime so great yeah cool uh so the second thing i wanted to talk about was in line with sports and in line with that inevitably when you piece together a team you're going to have players who are weak and who are strong Mm. do you think the strong in animes anyway Mm. you think the strong make the weak better or do the weak make themselves better 
all in the context of IQ. You know, have you got some characters that... Not real life. <laughs> not, not real life. I do... This is a tricky one, isn't it? Because there are a few, in quotation marks, weak characters. Like Yamaguchi would probably yes. be the weakest link, apart from the two second years who we still don't quite know their names of. Um, I'll find out their names. Thank you. Uh, I know Inoshita, but the other two, Sandy Hair and kind of Baldy Kun. Um, I think in that case, oh, that's so tricky. All right, I'm going to say the strong inspire the weak to make themselves better. And if you're not inspired to make yourself better, then you don't have a place on the team. And I think ah, Inoshita yes. probably That's goes into that point. in the second season, which we might tackle when we do the second season. But yeah. if if you're just on the team for the sake of being on the team, you have no interest in getting better, mm-hmm. then what are you doing wasting everyone's time? Yeah. In the case of Yamaguchi, he knows he's weak. And he mm-hmm. wants to get stronger so he can stand on that court with his best friend. Uh, I'm assuming is Suki's his best friend, right? I think. So. <laughs> yeah, they've got a weird relationship. So I guess it has to be Suki. Um, but yeah, I would say it helps to have strong people there, but there's also a place for the weak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Providing they want to be there. Yeah, providing yeah. they want to be there and want to work hard. And the same goes for the strong. If you're naturally strong like Kagiyama, that doesn't necessarily mean that you belong as captain on the team. Just you still like have to earn your place. In his junior high. Exactly. Where Everyone abandons you. He's he was arrogant with yep. his strength. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think you're right that you've got to and and all the characters in Haikyuu possess this trait that you've got to want to be better. Mm. I think that if they were like all low to medium skill players, yeah, they wouldn't necessarily in the in the high Q world they wouldn't grow. But because it was like this perfect storm of enthusiasm plus Kagiyama's strength yep. plus experience from Daichi and yep. also getting in Coach Ukai yeah, and it all clicks. Yeah, it all worked yep. together. I'm talking about it like it's real. I I actually when I'm talking about it, I think it is real. <laughs> The amount of times I've cried in this anime. Um, and it should also be said that, like, just because they are strong doesn't mean they win. They lose in the end of the second yeah. season, and in the first season, rather. So it's not like them suddenly all coming together and clicking together means that they're the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Suki says in the second season, like, just because you're the best of Sendai doesn't mean you're the best of yeah. Japan, doesn't mean you're the best of the world. But Suki's more meta than any of the other yeah good players. point yeah for a first year god yeah. I don't think I was thinking those thoughts because he has glasses in. don't you know yeah actually which brings me to another point the way they talk can I just say like other anime you hear teenagers talking you're like yeah that sounds about about right for teenagers but bloody hell they are so serious about volleyball. Oh, yeah. They are it's... so eloquent. Imagine if... Like the 15-year-old like... being like, I possess the courage to yeah. do it. <laughs> Maybe it's just the way they translate it. But can you imagine Man. you play basketball as a kid, right? I did for... Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Don't like to remember that. But can you no, imagine saying that to your teammates at whatever the halftime... Is that quarter time basketball? I think they halftime? would have beat me. 
They would have beat like, you to shit. <laughs> exactly. They would have taken that basketball and just squashed me with yeah. it. Yeah, I have the power to yeah. be strong, even though you don't. Even the way, like, the way Asahi carries himself. I know he's a third year, but bloody hell, he acts like a 35-year-old man. Like he's, He looks like one. He looks like one, and he acts like one. Yeah. But um, I suppose, you know, that all comes into that if you take the sport seriously enough, you 